This podcast is a Faith 52 production. All rights reserved 2024. Hi, welcome to So Basic with a Little Extra. If we haven't met yet or you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Anna Zagari, and my mission for this podcast is to share a basic story to give you a little extra inspiration, a little extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. I am not a psychologist or medical doctor and do not offer any professional help or medical advice. If you are suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from a qualified health professional. Real knowledge is to know the extent of one's ignorance. Confucius. Extra, extra, here is a little extra for today. We just received the progress report from my now freshman student in high school. And yes, she did it again. Straight A's. She worked so hard this last quarter. Did I mention she is also an athlete? She is part of the varsity soccer team at her school. Her academics are so demanding, and she has two-hour soccer practice every single day. How does she balance it all? My basic story is that that was not me at all. <laughs> a few days ago, I was looking for a document in my file cabinet. I found a folder where I keep all my school records. Oh my gosh, you do not want to see the photos in the middle school and high school IDs. <laughs> What was up with that hair? Okay, forget the hair. What's up with those grades? I'm so grateful that I can have an extra laugh now. But man, how did I even make it this far? <laughs> I had never been a good student. I'm not proud of it. But my parents were somewhat strict, but they really never put much emphasis in my schoolwork. I never paid attention to my learning style or what worked for me to help me retain information or wasn't even interested in learning, unless it meant teamwork, going on a school trip, or anything that implied being social and fun. I guess that explains the 67 I got in algebra and the eight absences I had in that class. <laughs> yes, I used to skip school. I started hanging out with the wrong crowd and all went downhill from there. <laughs> I have to say, those were some fun times. I used to skip half day of school and go with my friends, you know, to one of their houses and make breakfast, watch TV, chit-chat. And then when it was time for school to be over, go back to school. So I never got in trouble, thank God. <laughs> But what a waste. Live without regrets. I urge you to live with no regrets, but look forward for your and my reward is coming. Hebrews 10.27a I don't regret those times, but I should repent of not taking advantage of that opportunity given to me. So don't be a fool and stay in school. <laughs> I love the last part of that verse. Look forward for your reward is coming. Now, I know that I do love learning. I am more of a learn from conference courses and seminars kind of person. I like the somewhat intense but short-term classes. 
where was YouTube when I was in high school? So yes, now I take every little opportunity I have to learn something new. When you stop learning, you start dying. Albert Einstein. I love that quote, especially because it, it reminds me of Jesus and his disciples. In each Bible story of the New Testament, you will find Jesus teaching and his disciples learning. Then those guys passing on the knowledge until this day in time. Isn't that crazy? Yes, knowledge is power. So I hope you are a frequent listener. And if you are new here, well, check out the last episode. But in a nutshell, I share how I have just been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and how much I am learning and how I am finding and discovering things that are helping me manage it and hopefully and prayfully going to remission. But here's the extra story. As I kept adding information to my head about all the things diabetes, I thought about how important it is to balance our knowledge. Well, yes, learning about how to manage my diabetes has been so interesting, a little fascinating, and kind of challenging. So in my research, I stumbled into a few online chats from doctors that practice alternative medicine the type of medicine that it's focused on health and healing rather than the disease and treatment. Mind blowing. Not only I found that this is becoming a lot more popular, but also much more effective than conventional medicine. In some of the videos I watch in, in the books I read, I can feel the compassion of these doctors towards people. You can tell that they really care about their patients and are passionate about their careers. I mean, seriously, how many times have you gone to the doctor and waited for an hour or longer, even though you have an appointment? Oh, that gets me every time. I get there 15 minutes earlier for when the fin finally the doctor is ready to see me for five minutes. Oh. Forget about the waiting waiting time. <laughs> what about the very basic information they give you? Not tailored to you. Remember how I share that my primary doctor gave me Ozempic and I never questioned it? Take a look at the side effects. Scary. How about the addicting medication they have given me to sleep that irritated my stomach? Uh, to only find out that by taking magnesium at night can help my stomach digestion and helps me sleep at night without side effects. And guess what? I learned that on YouTube. Another thing, oh, hold on. I don't mean that you just go and watch all these videos and believe everything that you see on YouTube. As I mentioned, I did a little research. I trust, but verify. So don't go out there and just get supplements on your own. <laughs> Another thing that I learned is the tremendous impact our mind has on our health. We can actually make ourselves sick just by thinking about it. Have you heard of the placebo effect? Yes, where the perception of pain or some illnesses of a person can be improved by their own belief. <laughs> 
I remember when we were little, my mom had a pomadita magica, a magical invisible ointment. She will pretend to pull it out of her pocket, open it up, and grab a little bit with her fingers and rub it into our boo-boos. As she sang, sana, sana, colita de rana, si no sana soy, sanarás mañana. <laughs> oh my gosh, and we believed it. We believed that the pomadita magica took the pain away. It is funny. That song doesn't even make sense. It says something like, heel, heel, little frog tail. If you don't heal today, you will heal tomorrow. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I mean, that is true. You know, our mind is so powerful. You cannot disconnect your mind from your body. And what about your soul? Do you believe in miracles? God's word says that he can heal us just by trusting in him, by obeying him, by claiming it. He has given us the authority over our bodies to heal them. Scripture tells us that by his wounds we are healed, that he stretches out his hand over our body and brings healing, that in the prayer of faith he saves the one who is sick. And don't get me started on the examples. The blind man, the bleeding woman, the guy with the leprosy. I hope you can see how these three things have to go together in order for us to be a healthy individual. In my case, I could have gone for just give me the meds to lower my glucose levels and see you every six months. As I see it with others around me, just pop up a pill and keep living like that the rest of your days. But how does that honor God? How does that give you a quality of life? How can you do that to yourself and to your loved ones? I think I just found what I've been looking for. Balance. Here's the extra story. Between the time I was diagnosed and the first appointment with the endocrinologist, I prepared a list of questions to ask my doctor. I don't mean to be extra, but she was pretty impressed by my intentional and prepared questions and by me suggesting her the course of my treatment versus all the way around. She actually said that you are my first patient that tells me what to do. <laughs> I also spent some time mindfully evaluating my behavior and habits that had led me to this disease so that I can make real and tangible changes. And the last thing, I prayed. I went to the Lord for strength, wisdom, and confidence. I also asked my tribe to pray for me. Balance, balance, balance. But how do we do this? So here's the extra story. How do we do that? A few years ago, during a talk that Beth Guggenberger was giving, She shared that when her house is super clean, there is something she had postponed at work. When her job was doing great, her house was a mess. When she looked like a million bucks, there was something neglected with her husband or her family. She was making the point that we cannot do it all. She's so wise. I strongly believe 
that the culture and the paradigm that we have adopted make most of us believe that balance is found in perfection. You know, the perfect Christian, the perfect employee, the perfect business person, the perfect parent, the perfect child. But who determines what is perfect? So I decided that I'm not looking for perfection anymore. I go after excellence. And I think I have found the perfect trifecta. It only took me 48 years, but wow, I feel great. And I don't mean that as a, oh, look at me. My life is so awesome. No, 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 no. Here's a proof of that. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. John 16:33. So yeah, take heart. I am talking about the peace, the energy, and the curiosity to start each day. I don't disagree with what Beth shared, but here comes a but. <laughs> to me, it is not perfection of one thing that we have to go after is the excellence we put in each little thing we do. Let's start there. The doing. We got to separate the doing from the I am. We are not what we do. Ten books later, trial and error, two years of therapy, and loving shared wisdom from those walking ahead of me, I've learned that I am. I exist. God made me. And this is it. I don't have to do anything. Listen, if you're not sure what I mean or want to dig a little bit more, please reach out. I would love to share my own personal experience with you. Or I can recommend a professional that can help you and a few awesome coaches therapist, or just sick, wise, grounded, loving person at your church. In the next couple of episodes, I will share the tools and practices in detail that have helped me to get there. Again, I am not a professional in mental health or medical field. I am just sharing my basic experience to give you a little extra inspiration to start taking care of yourself. So the three things that have worked for me is taking care of my mind, my body, and my soul. Hold on, hold on. Here's the thing, because I know you've heard that. And based on how Beth explains the paradigm that the world tells us to chase after, I fell into that trap. Because what does that even mean? Take care of your mind, soul, and body. For years, I believed that I had to behave a certain way because I had just become a Christian. There was a season that because of my religious beliefs, I was living in hell. Seriously. I got so busy trying to learn to be a good Christian that I neglected my mental and physical health. Then, I got so fat <laughs> that I spent my time lots of money 
and energy in diet programs and exercise machines, working out hardcore, just what I thought it was, um, that I was always so tired to be present with my family and let alone get super early to have a quiet time. And don't get me started with my mental health. Trauma, toxic behaviors, denial, anxiety, fear, you name it. That took so much space in my life that again, who had time and energy to work out or pray? So the real balancing act comes in in managing these three things, your health, your mind, and your soul. In no particular order, I found that these are interchangeable, customizable, different every day. Organic, super powerful, and best of all, we all have access to them. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come up upon you. And you will be witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Acts 1.8 Yes, in my experience, you have to balance these three things all at the same time. Picture a clown juggling three balls. <laughs> okay, I just said a clown, but... You can picture another character because I know that there are some people out there that are scared of clowns. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad example. Let's scratch that. Because, um, you know, juggling also seems like a lot of work. And I am all about the basics, not the extra work. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's think of something else. An electric plug. The one that comes with the three metal thingies. You know, two flat ones and a round one. You have to find the perfect socket to plug it in. You know, that it fits. When it fits, electricity flows. How frustrated have you gotten when you get a new appliance that has that type of plug, but your wall socket, it's outdated and it doesn't fit. To me, that is what happens when we do not connect or these three components. So in the next episodes, I will share with you each one of them, the tools I use and the practices that I have learned to help me get and stay connected. In the meantime, I have some homework for you. Ask yourself the following questions. Be very honest with yourself and answer according to this very moment. On a scale one to 10, how do you feel physically, emotionally, and spiritually? Can you use one word to describe each? Which of these three do you feel needs more of your attention? Which of these three are you most proud of? On a scale of 1 to 10, how easy or difficult was it for you to answer these questions? If it was hard, I am so sorry. But hey, that means that there is something to improve, something that you can do to change things around or even be curious about. My extra encouragement for you is that if I can do it, so can you. Me, 
just a basic girl. God is a good God, a God of love, and His love starts with you from the womb. I pray you join me in this journey of a lifestyle change. I don't need another year resolution nor a wish. Those things didn't work for me. I am now in, in for what is good and pleasant to God. Would you come alongside? I hope so. If you know someone that you want to lock arms with and join us, please share this podcast. Thank you, friends, for listening. May the Lord go before you this week, show you how beautiful you are, and speak curiosity into your life to find the ways that He has established for you to love Him, obey Him, and tell everyone about Him. Until next week. <laughs>